Um, I realize the older I get, the more simpler I like things and enjoy them. For instance, uh, when I now when I'm saying I was younger, I, I'm not talking about when I was like young, young. But in my 20s, I didn't really care much about, keep in mind I was in the military, so I, I don't know how much that really has anything to do with the story. So when I, when I was in my 20s, man, like I, I, I didn't give a shit. I was deployed, I was sandy, I just, I didn't care. Not saying I didn't shower every day, it's been kind of ingrained in me as I uh, get, as I got older, was, you know, clean your ass, wash your balls, wash your armpits. That's one of the things military teach. Just make sure that your three special areas are totally cleaned up and polished. Yeah, I'm not saying that we didn't have showers, but we had a lack of water. So whatever water we did have, we actually drank. We didn't actually use it to shower because it's wasteful. Unless you drink the water that you shower with, which couldn't be, it can't be, can't be that bad, right? <laughs> Look, if we could drink water that we shit in, I don't think it's too bad to, to, to say that we can't drink the water that we showered in. So when, when I first got out there, they had these vats and these vats were like, think of a 55 gallon drum and multiply that, you know, the blue plastic ones, multiply that by 20, okay? So like a water tower with holes in it. And then that would be what we had for a shower. So when you would use this water, it would sit in this vat all day and it would be hot, man. Like, mm, you didn't need a hot water heater. It sat in that vat in that sun. And as long as you took a shower, not for, first thing, not first thing. If you took it five, six o'clock in the morning, it's gonna be ice cold. Contrary to popular belief, you think that you, you think of Kuwait or Iraq, you think of lots of desert and, and cactuses and camels. It can't be further from that. I'm not saying that that's not part of those countries, but where we were, that that was not part of the country. It was pretty, for lack of better terms, developed a lot better than that. So we had these vats and it got to a point where I wanted to avoid showering unless I got up really early because the water was so hot. So what that means is that first off, you're out all day with your buddies on the alternate supply routes or the main supply routes driving back and forth. You're all going to smell funky anyway, regardless of what you did to shower the, 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 the day of. So it would get to a point where I would shower less. I kind of avoided it. And it was just like, whatever. And when I got back uh, stateside, after my first deployment, I wasn't, I, I, I didn't shower as much as I would like to. It kind of pit like that, that, that habit picked up on me. So I ended up coming back and I, I just didn't shower much. And as I got older, I think I started giving a shit again. I got out of the military and then I went back to the showering every day, like every day, every day. And honestly, if you're not out and about, okay, if you're not st sitting outside, and you're not sweating, you probably don't need to shower. I'm not the biggest fan of people that don't shower, but you probably don't need to. Now for people that work outside, especially like when I was in Iraq and Kuwait, you need to shower because you smell rancid, like an old rusted bolt, just not good. But I never had swamp ass because my ass was in shape. I never had a sweaty back because my back was in shape. But as I get older, I care more about how clean I am than when I was in, I guess, my prime than I was in my prime and I cared about what I smelled like. But I didn't have anybody to associate with. The only people that I talked to were the other people that were also had dirty asses. 
So it didn't really matter that I was clean or smelled nice. And you don't put no fucking cologne on when... <laughs> don't come up in the Humvee or an Up Armor or an FMTV smelling like Creed with a bunch of dudes smelling like salt and onion subs. Just don't do it. You, you, look, you're liable to get a dick in your ass. Non-deodorant Dove soap. So this way, any funk is gone. You don't even need soap, honestly. Like, I know it sounds crazy. You're gonna be like, duh, yes you do. No, you don't. You also don't need toothpaste for your mouth, but it makes you smell nice. Right? Like you could brush it. Yes, go ask your dentist. Shit, go ask online. You could brush your teeth with no toothpaste and be totally fine. You could wash your body with no soap and be totally fine. That's right, just water, nothing else. I'm one of those people that like to I like to take a loofah and put about 19 pounds of soap on it. Because what it does to my body is it invigorates invigor, invigorating invigorates. It invigorates my skin and makes my mind happy knowing that it's that soapy. And in my mind, when I see something that's soapy, it means I'm actually doing a good job. Because like I look at my arm and it looks like I walked through a car wash. Got like the purple and the green foam on you. <laughs> Turn the water on and it just kind of goes away and it leaves the streaks on the skin. Okay, I did good. Right? Like you have a you have a way to tell that you cleaned yourself nice. As I, as I get older, right, and, and I wake up now and I just, there's something about it. I don't know what happened. I just forgot how to wipe my ass properly, right? I, originally, I thought that you kind of fold up the toilet paper, you put it around your hand, and then you go up your butt crack like you're trying to swipe a credit card machine, but in reverse. That didn't work, man. I do that, and it's like, I can't stop wiping my ass. I'm half through the roll of toilet paper. I got to be doing something wrong. Whenever you get the chance, just open up a tab on Google, either on Safari or Chrome, and just type in how to wipe your ass properly. I think you are going to be absolutely astonished that there are a lot of people that think that they know how to wipe their ass. Because ideally, you should not have to wipe your ass more than twice. That's a f that that's false. That's bullshit. Because quite literally, if if you have some greasy ass food. I promise you, I don't care how big those two pieces of toilet paper you're using to wipe your ass, you're gonna have swamp ass in about an hour after you do it. So that's that don't 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 give me that bullshit. And I'm not scared to admit it that I don't know how to wipe my ass. Shit, half you dudes don't know how to wipe your ass. You just won't admit it because you're embarrassed. It's because someone taught you wrong. Right? Just stop, stop folding it and putting it like a sandwich on your hand. That's not how you do it. No, sir. When I get out of the shower in the morning with my super sudsy. On my butt crack, I feel accomplished. You know why? Because I can take a piece of toilet paper 20 minutes after taking a shower and wipe my ass and not have anything there. I won't even pull out hairs because there's no poop stuck to it. That makes me feel like I did a good job. I deserve a pat on the back and a gold star because I know how to wipe my butt. No, that's incorrect. I know how to clean my ass with soap because I don't ever have that. When I, and I'm, anybody that's ever met me, I always smell fresh. I smell clean. My hands, there's never any poop on it. Like, I'm just, I'm a clean person, except my asshole. That's why I don't, I'm not into toss salad. That's why I don't want people to touch my butt. You can touch my butt on the outside. Those pants are clean. Don't you dare go down there. Don't you, hey, you know what? Hey, look, 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 look. You know what toxic waste is? Two of the most toxic words you can put together, toxic and waste. You put your hand underneath my underwear, that's what you're going to expose your hand to. Radiation, chemotherapy, toxic waste, 
that is is hazardous. Stay away. I, I got to a point now where um I'm like, hmm, what could I be doing wrong? Let me buy some baby wipes. Let me wipe up my ass really nice with these baby wipes. Anybody that's ever cleaned the diaper, you know what happens, right? You take the diaper off, you take the baby wipe, you kind of swipe the ass and it's done. Oh, wow, that's clean. That's polished. That's nice. Little, that's baby powder. So you put some desitin on there, make sure you don't get no rash. Okay, put that put that back on and and and, and you do good, right? Like it's, it's just nice. So that's what I started doing my ass. You can say, well, it's probably the food that you're eating. But Brie don't have that. Uh, Brie don't got that. She don't got sticky, sticky asshole. So the way that I see it is if I just clean the rest of my body really nice and polished and fine tuning, then... I can have that. It's like having a really nice Ferrari or whatever. You pick a car, a really nice McLaren or a Koenigsegg. You pick it and it's like, uh, you know, yeah, it's a $5 million car. But when you open up the trunk, the carpet's ripped. So you don't open the trunk. It's kind of the same thing with me. I'm a $5 million piece. Just don't touch the trunk. <laughs> Just don't go in the trunk. Just, you know that everything else is nice. The car smells good. The seats feel good. Everything is nice. So you open up the trunk and then you're like, shit, <laughs> this isn't worth $5 million. That's how I feel about my body. Like, <laughs> my trunk is fucked up and there's nobody, nobody to upholster it. I can't have Brie come up and be like, hey, can you clean my ass for me? Right? There's nobody to come to my house to open up my trunk and figure out what's wrong and how can we fix this? That's irreparable. You can't, you just leave that alone. Just deal with it. And that's kind of what I've done. I've done that until this morning. So I'm standing upstairs and I'm talking to some people on the phone. And you ever get that where you, oh. <laughs> and you're like, oh, this is going to be, I'm, because I'm, <coughs> I smell what it, hold on. You know, like when you're like sitting at a, in a theater room and you got a bunch of people around you and you just, you got this tight one. And you're just like, hmm. <laughs> so you're on the couch, but your ass is smothered. So no matter what kind of noise you make, the pillow itself on the couch is going to absorb whatever shock comes out of your ass. Well, I, I was standing up here and I'm just like, hmm. And, and I start to fart a little bit and it's, it's like one of them creepers. Like I didn't have enough of back pressure to get past my big ass butt cheeks. So it kind of just withered its way out. And as I feel it, I'm like, ooh, that ain't right. Now, I, my immediate reaction, you would think, would be to run to the bathroom to make sure you could scoop that out of your butt cheeks. Mm -mm. No, my immediate reaction was like, did I just shit myself? And then I try to move a little. Now, my bathroom is four feet from where I'm at on the other side of the wall, literally. On the other side of this wall is the bathroom. So I said, mm, I'll be all right. Like, I, I I chalked it up that if I shit my pants, it's not that big of a deal. I'll check it out later. And as I'm sitting here, I'm like, God, dog, that is warm. Like, that, if that's a fart, that bitch is just stuck. Like, let me try to move a butt cheek. This really happened. So I move a butt cheek and I spread it. And it still feels not... So 100%. Like, my trunk is still ripped. So I go into the bathroom, get the toilet paper the proper way to wipe your ass. I get the toilet paper, and sure enough, I wipe crystal clear. The, the 
amount of happiness that ensued when I wiped my ass because I thought I shit my pants and I realized I didn't is the equivalent to winning the lottery. If nothing else happens today, I'm happy that I can fart, feel like I shit my pants, let it slide, and nothing be there. There's not a better feeling in the world than that. I feel like I just I just became a born-again Christian. Jesus saved me from having to be in my own demise to say I'm a 45-year-old man that shits his pants on the regular. And sits in it. Doesn't bother to wipe it. Yeah, I feel good. I feel good about that. I feel good knowing that I did well cleaning my ass this morning. A French toast this morning? A French toast with cinnamon and sugar? What? Not, not on it when you mix it and then you make it? I'm not a big fan of crust, man. There's something about... Now, I, t I take some Italian bread. I do like Italian bread, like the Italian or French loaf roll. The thing that they make the sub on, the really hard jam, like where if, if your teeth ain't strong enough, you might break your bicuspid biting down on that. Like, I like those, but I don't like the crust on Wonder Bread. It's like, it's not real crust. I used to do things that I'm not particularly proud of. Like, I would get a sandwich. My mom would make me a PBJ or something, or maybe a tuna sandwich with no mayonnaise. That's disgusting, by the way. Uh, <clears throat> put something on there. Don't just give me tuna fish and oil and then put that on a piece of bread, mom. Don't make me regret eating tuna fish. That's okay. I've, I've lived through it. Now, um, I, I would do things that most people would not do, you know, especially when you grow up, not impoverished, but not with the best of options, right? Like I used to urinate in my closet. I pissed in my fist bowl. My, I pissed in my fist bowl. I, I fished in my, wait. I pissed in my fishbowl and then I put it on the, <laughs> on the, I think I told you guys the story. I put it on the counter and I let it sit because I wanted to see what, if the goldfish was either going to die from hypothermia on the windowsill, middle of January, North Brunswick, New Jersey. Um, I wanted to see if the, if the, the fish was going to die from my urine inside of his water or if he was going to die of frostbite. Apparently, you ever seen frozen piss? Kind of looks like apple juice popsicles. Taste it. Let me know what happens. A little salty. So I, I didn't have much, you know, like I, I did whatever. And my mom would give me these sandwiches. And there was something about the one, I think it was just old. She didn't toast it. Maybe that's why I like toast so much. Because I can eat the edges if you toast it. You know why? Because now it tastes like the rest of the bread. It's just all burnt shit. So... That's why I, that's probably why I like burnt shit too, because you just remove all the flavor. So she would give me these sandwiches, like a, a, when I'm saying tuna fish and oil, that that is that is quite literally what it is. So you know you get tuna fish, not albacore. I'm talking about tuna fish, it's cheap shit. It was like thirty nine cents a can, where you get some fucking bones in it like, as souvenirs that you ate this can. I survived this tuna fish by Starkist. Fun fact for you, I got a story where I actually sued them. I didn't sue them. I called them on the phone. I'm going to get sidetracked here. Let me see if I can do this. I called them on the phone because I found a fish bone inside of the tuna fish. They gave me 50 cans of tuna fish for free as long as I signed a waiver. And I did it because I like tuna fish so much. So my mom would take the tuna fish with the oil, right? And, and just like take it out and not strain the oil. So the oil is in it. So that, hmm, this is going to make me gag. She would put that on the bread. And it was so wet that after it sat on a plate, if you didn't immediately eat it, 
and it sat for two minutes and you go to pick it up, there's a hole in the bread. Now all the tuna comes out of the bread and onto whatever is underneath it. When the tuna fish all fell out of the bread, you were having an oil sandwich. Just go get two pieces of bread. Get some virgin oil. Don't cook it. Don't put butter on it. Douse those pieces of bread and that oil and eat it and get back to me. It's disgusting. And then when you get to the edges, it's even more disgusting. Do you know why? Because they're like micro sponges. They, it, doesn't, it doesn't quite absorb. It, it, it makes the rest of the sandwich super slippery. So now it's impossible to hold. Because now the oil has gone from the bread to the, to the skin, if you will. And then when you try to like hold it, it'll slide through your hand. And there ain't nothing like eating a soup or slippery sandwich. It's disgusting. And then you gotta try to scoop. Then you gotta try to scoop, ah. Then you gotta try to scoop up the fish with the bread, whatever you got left over. So I, what I would do is it got to a point where I would just kind of like, <laughs> like a chainsaw on a piece on the tree. And then on my, on my plate would be the edges. We didn't have knives. <laughs> you think just cut it out. I, for some reason, I wasn't allowed to play with those as a kid. I was more in tune with T.I. Joe, Tonka trucks, and Barbies and my little ponies, um, which explains why I'm bisexual. So uh, it, 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 I, I didn't have a way to get rid of that crust. All I had was my teeth, and I used that very precisely to cut that loaf out. So now when I have crust, my mind automatically reflects to tuna fish oil. Always, I could, I could be having the best sandwich in the world. And if there's crust on Wonder Bread, I start tasting the tuna. I'm not a big fan of saying that I got PTSD from something other than combat. Post-tuna stress disorder. Yes, anything anything that I have, automatically think of tuna fish. <laughs> so I wake up this morning, I say, you make me breakfast? She said, no, what you want? I said, I told her last night. She said, all right, make some fresh toast. And all I'm thinking about in the shower is this: if this bitch doesn't pull off this bread crust, like not pull it off the bread, but if you don't pull this off, I don't ever want French toast again. Because you have to give me something redeeming enough. Now I have to forget that 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 tuna situation. And now remember that with French toast stress disorder. So I, she gives me a French toast. And I'm eating it. And I was like, yo, this crust? What? Who's had those Burger King French toast sticks? I know you have. Before you start getting on your high horse saying I don't eat no Burger King French toast sticks. Shut up. Shut up. You've had it. You've had a churro from Great Adventure. Sit the fuck down. Don't, you're not better than me, okay? So I, those Burger King French toast sticks, the crust tasted like the crust on the French toast sticks at Burger King. That's fine. Just give it to me. I'll eat, I'll eat. As a matter of fact, if you only want the bread part, I'll eat just the crust. I'm willing to do that for you because that is delicious. What they need to do is decrust all the bread. When you get that loaf and it's going through the factory, they need to make like wire cutters or something or put something on the outside where it doesn't do that. Because if you just made a loaf of bread as bread, you know how much less moms would be stressed about cutting their crust off their kids' sandwiches? There's a reason why they made Uncrustables, right? There's a reason because nobody likes that. So they take a fucking hockey puck they fill it with peanut butter and jelly, crimp the sides. It's actually a, a pie at that point. <laughs> I 
That is no longer a sandwich, by the way. A sandwich is two pieces of bread. You can't, even if you grill it, that's called a panini. You can't call it a sandwich if you can't open it. Let's just, let's just get that out of the way right now. Like, if you have a burrito, is that a sandwich? No. You don't know how he folded that shit. He flipped it, rolled it, tucked it, flapped it, smacked it, rub it down. That's not a sandwich. You don't say I'll take a meat sandwich. No, that's a hamburger. A burrito is like a meat roll. It's like an egg roll, but Mexican. I figured it out. That's what it is. If you look at the design of an egg roll and look at the design of a burrito, they're identical. It's just one is micro-sized. The other one is fatty-sized. Egg roll. <laughs> it's a <laughs> it's a Frexican, a fried Mexican burrito. But people like Uncrustables because they don't like crust. So you should be on to something. If Smuckers or whoever is taking pita bread, putting that shit together, talking it with shit, I've never had them, but they look delicious. They do. Because they're like little discs of, of, of joy, right? Like little morsels of delectable sweetness. And, and they crimp the sides like the girls in the 80s with their hair. Next, you just got to put it in a leotard pouch. and <laughs> Food from the 80s. So if, if, if that sells, then you can easily... I feel like I had the wrong Uncrustables. I might have had the fun Crustables, which is where... Because I, I think I've seen them where they actually make it with bread. But then there's another version where they sell at 7-Eleven where they take the same shit that they use for burritos. What is that? Flour tortilla? And they put peanut butter and jelly in that. I've seen that before. That doesn't go well. You know, you don't, you don't mix corn and flour and peanut butter. Well, some people do. Some people eat just mayonnaise out of the jar. But I'm not a fucking monster. So if, if there are people that like Uncrustables, something to tell you, Wonder Bread, make a second loaf. Make a loaf where when the loaf is done and it, before it gets bagged up, you just got it one more station before the bag. And it's a wire shaped like a, for lack of better terms, the, 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 the outline of bread. And that goes through and it cuts off the crust. And you know what? You don't want to waste it. I get it. You want to recycle it. That's fine. Make a loaf out of bread out of that shit. Look, people got so fucking lazy in America. You remember? Look, we as kids, where's my 40-year-olds at? Let me get H1 to chat. So, 40-year-old, 45. Remember what we used to do? We used to take peanut butter. Oh, doesn't matter. Skippy, Jif. I want to say Peter Pan. I don't think that's right. Peter Piper? Peter Pan. Was it, wasn't that a brand? That was a brand, because I remember having that. Peter, Peter Piffy? Whatever. Remember what we do? Take a peanut butter? Get that piece of bread. And let's just make this clear right now. If you don't know how to make a peanut butter and jelly, give it to somebody else that does. There has to be a right ratio. It can't be one-to-one. -one. You can't do a thin piece of peanut butter and a thin piece of grape jelly. And you can't do it, okay? If you're gonna do it, it's gotta be two-to-one. So you have one layer of, okay, I'm gonna help you out now, people that don't know how to make peanut butter and jelly, you do one layer of peanut butter. Okay, now, double that. Don't touch the other piece of bread. Don't, don't make it like where it's two parts. Because then when you lift it up to put it on, the fucking jelly, there's going to be more jelly on the counter. 
and that shit is sticky. It's gonna be more jelly on the counter than there is on the sandwich. Get away, step away. Throw that sandwich away. I don't want it. Matter of fact, you eat it. I don't want it. Let me make it. So you get your two pieces of bread. You put your peanut butter down first. Use a butter knife. Don't use a fucking spoon. Okay, I don't know why people started using spoons on peanut butter. It's a spread. <laughs> a spoon is for soup or measurement. That is all. If you are using, or like cereal, I mean, that's cold soup. <laughs> Same shit. Don't, don't fucking use a spoon. And don't, don't you dare use the same shit that you used in the peanut butter and the jelly. That's the only reason why we eat the jelly, though. Who gives a shit if it's peanut butter? Then Smuckers was like, we get you. Somebody at Smuckers had somebody at their house making a peanut butter and jelly. And they opened up the fucking jelly jar, and there was more peanut butter in the jelly jar than it was in a peanut butter jar. So I said, fuck this shit. Let's make Smuckers mix shit or goobers. And then they just fucking swirled it in a shit. It's not the same thing. Because now, if you don't like that peanut butter, you're not going to sit there, cut that out, if you run out of jelly, and then try to sift through that. Ah, uh -uh. Because when you, when you press it, it looks like, it's mixed, and it does not come out to the same ratio. It's like five to one. So you can have one layer of peanut butter, and then all this jelly just dumps. So don't, don't, don't use the same shit, and don't buy that, okay? Now you're just fucking lazy. There ain't no way you're that fat and you're that lazy. If, if you, you couldn't have been lazy to get that fat, because, and I'm speaking as a fatty, you can't get fat if you don't move. Right? Like you have to get up and go get food. So at one point, you were not lazy. You might be lazy now where you get it and you're like, ooh, if I could just sit down and eat this peanut butter and jelly sandwich, stand up and eat it. So why not? We're so in tune with ourselves that we, we need stand-up desks. Why don't we have stand-up dining room tables? Huh? Oh, because it's a stupid fucking idea. The same way it's a stupid idea to stand while you work. You burn more calories. The fuck out of here. Do 10 sit-ups and you're going to burn more calories than you will standing up. Stand-up desks. <laughs> a fucking joke. Ooh. Oh, man, I've been playing this hardcore game. I got bad knees at 16. Why? Because I play on a stand-up desk. Don't get jelly where it's mixed, pre-mixed. Don't use the same utensil that you use on the peanut butter on the jelly. Also, when you take the jelly out of the jar, preferably Welch's, Welch's grapes, Smuckers makes a really good uh, grape jelly. And I'm not talking about jam, Europeans. You take the jelly out of the jar. It goes on to the peanut butter. Pay attention now. Don't, as it's coming out, mush it down. Because why? You're going to get peanut butter. It's sticky. You're going to get peanut butter on the spoon. It's going to go back in. Wait till you look and say, mm, that is the adequate amount of jelly that I would like on my sandwich. You close up the jar. You take your spoon or whatever you use to get the jelly out. You could use a spoon if you like, because it's a little gelatinous, a little difficult to, to, to handle. Um, then you press it and spread it about. And don't press too hard where you're making fucking ice fishing holes through my sandwich. Because then it's like eating a peanut butter and cheese grater sandwich. Like where you bite it and then shit just falls out. It's hard enough to keep the jelly in. They need to come up with a bread crimper. Like the crustable shit, where you could just do the back of it. And then when you get to the end in the corner, where all the... That's going... That's... I'm not even hungry, but that's making me hungry. They need to make some shit where you put a loaf of bread in, and you're like, I don't want to do the top part, because then it's just... 
Yo. Do they make that? Where it's like a, a decruster and it actually removes the crust and crimps the bread? My mind is blown. Is that a thing? Oh my God. Oh my God. Who invented this as a fucking genius? I want one. I want the bread crimpers. Oh my God. They got it. They See, that looks nice. That's how bread should come. Look at this. Yeah, see, I don't know about the top part of it. Damn it. I had such a great idea. You fucking shitting on my parade. That's okay. My day is great still.